What are we calling this? The Free Cheese and Hot Sauce Podcast. Nightingales. Buckies or bookies? And I'm just trying to do better than I use. Speaking of crows. It's a kind of shame that you really just can't describe. No thoughts, chaps, no thoughts. All right. Hey, Internet, what's going on? It is Free Cheese and Hot Sauce, the official podcast of r slash Chicago Bulls, the Chicago Bulls subreddit. Today, I'm here. It's just me. We Scheduling has been all over the place this weekend for everyone. There was a lot of stuff. We just we kind of been all over the place. We're getting on top of it. We've got cool stuff in the works. Regardless, we're talking Bulls Pistons November 10th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, according to my notes. Uh, not sure what networks you can find those on because I did not look that up. Also, there's really no point because there's about three networks that the Bulls are ever on. It's either Comcast, Sportsnet, WGN, or... Uh, ESPN slash TNT, one of those, you know, there's the other one in there. Wow, just hit the lamp next to my desk. That's how much effort I'm putting into this. I am swinging my arms all about. So, Bulls-Pistons. The Pistons are coming off a win against the Bucks. They have actually won two in a row. Uh, the Bulls, as we all probably know, are coming off of that tough, tough loss to the Celtics, wherein uh, Rose didn't play, Brooks had his game, uh, I honestly did not expect the Rondo-less slash Marcus Smart-less Celtics to beat the uh, Bulls, so that was a fun little surprise. Anyway, I'm not quite sure we're in for quite the same kind of surprise against the Pistons, but I do think it's going to be a very close game. And the people playing in that game, again, it's kind of hard to even say at this point with the Bulls starting lineup of Rose, Butler, Dunleavy, Gasol, Noah. Obviously you've got Rose, Noah, and Butler all with various injuries and everyone else has their own stuff going on, but those three have been kind of the bigger question marks this year. And it's, I mean, really just look at the latest Twitter update from like Casey Johnson or something and that's really where you're going to actually know. It's hard to say a day before or even two hours before the game the way it's been going. Um, which is fine, you know, it's still early in the season, people have been freaking out, like, oh, has he gone soft? Uh, he, he hasn't gone soft at all. At least I don't think so, I guess I'm not him, so... I don't know how soft he is, he being Rose. Um, anyway, so, those three guys, I have a hunch that they're all gonna play, but that's just my hunch. I don't know how much you wanna listen to my hunch. Uh, the Pistons, their starting lineup features Brandon Jennings, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Josh Smith, Greg Monroe, and Andre Drummond. Now, I would assume that Jody Meeks would be in the starting lineup if he had been active at the start of the season. He's still out, so it doesn't matter, but Caldwell-Pope has actually been doing really well in that spot. Uh, he's averaging about 14 points per game. He's I thought he was a bust. I guess I was wrong. He's doing pretty well in Detroit, and it's not like he's the only guy scoring out there, you know. He's not the leading scorer. I think he's, like, one of the top five. Surprisingly, the Pistons have, like, six guys averaging double digits, but uh, outside of those first six or seven guys, there is not a whole lot going on for Detroit. Uh, no major injuries for Detroit. I believe Cartier Martin is not feeling all that great as of late. Uh, he is out as of the 8th. Uh, Luigi Tome, also day-to-day, -day, so 
And then obviously uh, Jody Meeks, who is out for a couple months still, I believe. Anyway, that's the Pistons' starting lineup. Uh, big things to look at. Josh Smith starting at that small forward position. Uh, I think we all kind of saw it in that preseason game, if you happen to watch the preseason. Um, but Josh Smith, he he's a good player, but he just doesn't know what he can't do. Uh, he, can, he starts games off at the small forward, then switches to power forward, and I wonder if that's not just because of the injury to Jody Meeks. Maybe they would want to put Caldwell Pope at the three and have Smith come off the bench, or Monroe, or whoever, really. But Josh Smith is also a huge rhythm player, which, we again, we saw in that preseason game. He'll make a few good plays, and then he'll think he's invincible, and he'll just start shooting everything, which you really don't want him to do. So I think if the Bulls can get him to start shooting early on, if they can get him out of his comfort zone, I'm not sure he'll be able to fall back into that rhythm, especially with how the Bulls rotate so well on defense, even though they haven't been doing a terribly great job these uh, first few games on D. I'm sure that'll come along. Uh, another big, big thing. Ah, big. It's a joke. Ah, jokes. Uh Andre Drummond and Greg Monroe, two of the best young big guys in the game. And uh, weirdly enough, they both happen to eat rebounds, so the Bulls really need to focus on getting the boards this game. Uh, the Pistons... The Bulls... Okay, I'm going to make like three points here. Why did I even say that? Anyway, the Bulls have gotten out-rebounded in their last five games. Josh Smith, Andre Drummond, Greg Monroe in the starting lineup, you're going to have to rebound. You just can't not do that. Those guys, all th all three of them do a really good job getting the boards. Obviously, the numbers aren't going to be there for Josh Smith when you have those two guys in that same starting lineup as you. But I'm pretty sure all three of those guys get a solid 30 rebounds between them. Showing up in the statistics there, the Pistons, the Pistons as we like to say with our... Uh, lisping. Uh, the Pistons are averaging 12.5 offensive rebounds per game, which is 5th in the league. Uh, the Bulls are allowing 14.7 to their opponents. That is last in the league. That is below Philadelphia. That's below Orlando. Below or It's below everybody. Which is not where you want to be unless you are... Um... No, I can think of no scenario where you'd want to be below everyone. Um tornado situation possibly anyway never want to be there the bulls are gonna have to rebound in this game if they want to win um luckily for the bulls though brandon jennings has uh not been all that great this year he's only averaging like 10 and 5 which you know it's not all in the numbers but the pistons are also two and three right now according to yeah two and three which is uh you know, it's not a terrible start for a team like the Pistons, but you got to think that they'd want to be off to a better start. Um, luckily, however, for the Pistons, DJ Augustine, who, uh, you know, miss you, DJ. You're my boy. Uh, he's doing pretty well for them off the bench, so they haven't really been hurting too much at point guard. I'm actually really excited to see DJ and Aaron Brooks go at it because Aaron Brooks has had just a great start to the season. I think everyone is very, very happy with how he's playing, especially after, uh, you know, the uh, preseason. And then DJ, I just, I love watching guys who used to be on the Bulls beat the Bulls because I feel like it's like, ha, we should have kept it, my new, ah. But that's just me. I'm really looking forward to it. Two guys who play very similar styles, very 
good scorers with the ball, not great defenders necessarily, so they should be able to kind of do their thing against each other. They're both off the bench, so they'll be kind of the focal points of the, I guess, the offense when the, well, not I guess Aaron Brooks is never really the focal point of the offense, but you get the point. Those two guys are going to have the ball quite a bit, so we may get a proper uh, backup point guard battle, which doesn't happen often in the NBA. Uh, my other key to the game, even though I didn't say I was doing keys to the game yet, the first one was rebounding. Uh, just so you know, for those of you taking notes at home. Uh, anyway, my other key to the game is one-on-one -on -one defense. Um, this one's actually kind of a weirdly specific one, but I just feel like the team defense isn't quite there yet. Um, and again, I think that's just kind of shown in the numbers. The Bulls are allowing almost 100 points per game, which they typically don't do. They're allowing a lot of rebounds. Teams are shooting, at least the Celtics shot, a very high percentage against the Bulls. The Sixers did as well. Um, and I think that's because the Bulls' big guys don't... I mean, Taj Gibson is obviously quick, but Joakim Noah is not quite there. Pau Gasol isn't known for his speed. So when the guys around the perimeter are letting guys penetrate, they're forcing the big guys to rotate and move around a lot. All three of those guys really benefit from being able to roam a, just a little bit. Pau Gasol, not so much. Taj and Joakim, obviously they like to do their thing. But when those guys have more freedom to move around down low, you're going to see the rebounding pickup. You're going to see more blocks, even though Pau Gasol has been just top-notch with the blocks. Very happy with that. Uh, another one of the very pleasant surprises with the Bulls this year. Uh, another one of those is the three-point shooting, which I believe were, like, second in the league in three-point shooting. I say we because, uh, you know, I have a great jumper. But that's not something that normally happens, and the Bulls are... Um, the Bulls are averaging over 100 points. Uh, I want to say they're like 6th or 7th in the league in that. Uh, top 10 in assists, I know that much. Uh, what doesn't he know? Lots. Uh, but one thing that the Bulls have been doing is they've been starting off games and kind of struggling early, and then they give other teams a lot of confidence just because they give them opportunities, and... Then they have to play from behind, which they're good enough to do, but you just can't do that every night, especially when you have guys who are injured, especially when you have guys who are getting a little bit older. You want people to be able to rest. You don't want to be fighting for every game early on in the regular season. So I think they have to really get going early, which shouldn't be too difficult if they keep guys like Josh Smith from doing their thing early on, uh, if they keep the shooters off of Detroit's bench in... DJ Augustine, Kyle Singler, who I've always really liked. I like the Duke guys for some reason, uh, probably just because I'm an asshole, but there are guys who can knock down shots, so rebounding is important, defense is important, I guess everything's important if I start using vague terms like that. Anyway, it's going to be a tough game, I think. I think it's going to be surprisingly close just because of those three big guys that Detroit has and the surprising, uh, very surprising performance of uh, Caldwell Pope and Augustine and Karan Butler have been pretty good off the bench for the Pistons. Anyway, though, I think the Bulls do pull it out. I have a feeling Rose, Butler, Noah all play. I think we'll see Rose play about 24, 25 minutes. Nothing big. Uh... 
I think it's going to be going to be close. Just going to, you know, go through it and not even bother cutting that up. Uh, it's going to be close. I think 95-92 Bulls win because of I think someone's going to hit a big shot down the stretch and I think that guy is going to be Jimmy G Buckets. He's my, my bull of the game. He's the Bulls leading scorer right now, which nobody expected. Uh, he's just shown like a lot of confidence this year and I love it. I want to pay him money. I'm going to give him bowl of the game because I don't have any money. Jimmy G Buckets, Bulls win. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I have no one else to uh, be like, hey, what do you think? Why am I wrong right now? Uh, so I'm just going to be like, hey, everyone, check us out at the website, freecheeseandhotsauce.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Bulls Free Cheese. Uh, if that's still the Twitter handle, think we might have gotten a new one. Not sure on that, but still, follow that one on Twitter. I'm sure it's a good time. Um,. You know, check out the subreddit, leave us comments below this comment if you, you know, if you think I suck, which I wouldn't blame you. Um, you know, I feel, you know, I would I would blame you for saying I suck, but I would get the sentiment behind it, it's okay. Anyway, Bulls win, that's my prediction, enjoy the game, drive home safely internet, beep beep.